Nice. Nice, nice. Okay, so, fading into black. Mm -hmm. Oh, get my list ready. Mm -hmm. oh, I'll, I'll get it ready. Put your order in, Adrian? Yep. Okay, perfect. Starting in five, four, three, two. What's up, everybody? This is the Red Band Podcast, your source for all film and TV related news and topics. I'm your host, Andy King. And as usual, sitting to my left is my co host, Adrian. And of course, sitting in control room is our technical director, Michael cards glad to be back <laughs> how you guys doing tonight pretty good 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 yeah. we got an adequate amount of sleep this time yes you you guys did <laughs> oh yeah we did i got about maybe two and a half three hours of sleep and had to go get up right in the morning again Jeez same thing dude I don't know. You're a different beast. Let's just say that. You're, <laughs> I know you're you're different. It's weird how like my body can actually survive off of like two to three hours of sleep. Yeah. It's weird. I don't get that. It makes me very nervous. It makes me nervous too. It, it it used to make me nervous, and so I found out there's actually a small percentage of people that that actually do this. Oh yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I guess they could just do it. It's no, the idea is you gotta maybe every night get about two, three, four hours of sleep. You do that for a solid two weeks, and then you get that one night where you just crash. I always have those night crashes, and I'll sleep for like 18 hours. Yeah, that's that's not terrible at all. Mm -hmm. It's like I call it like my personal hibernation. You know, it's winter, things get cold. I just want to stay in and sleep. And when I can't, I'll stay up late until I finally fall asleep and I'll be out. I'm just done. Yeah, there, I, I witnessed there, it many times. There's <laughs> no waking me up after that. That sounds horrible. Oh, uh, yeah, but you got to do what you got to do, man. My Especially God. around these holiday times. Yes. Got to make up all this extra money, get extra work to get presents and stuff. I know you, you gotta buy uh, you gotta buy gifts from more family uh, and then, all that, especially when your family has you know nephews and nieces, and then you got your brothers and sisters, and then you got your significant other siblings, and yeah, it, it's just it's a lot. It's a lot. It's it a is. lot. It becomes a lot. Did you guys already start buying Christmas presents and stuff? No, no, no. no. Started. I've, I've started, but haven't really. Uh, not to the point to where it's like done with halfway of everyone. Yeah. Like I literally just started. Uh, so like gift number one. I'm like halfway. I think I already dropped probably almost like 1100 so far. Jeez. Yeah. I, yeah. a, I already have a list where I know I'm going to buy. Yeah. And it's just got to press the go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But besides for buying gifts and everything, one thing that really I want to talk about is for specifically because it's the final month. It's like the holiday of all holidays. Everyone loves Christmas. Yes. But... Christmas isn't the only holiday, and I kind of want to go over, it's just holidays in general for this podcast topic, because there is a lot of holiday movies, and I'm not just talking about Christmas, I'm just no. talking about generally just yeah. holiday films. Mm -hmm. Yep. Now, through all that massive sea of just holiday spirit, there, I can only say that there's a few I actually do like. Yeah. Mostly because most of them look like they just slap that holiday on top of that movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it does feel like most, like, I'll, I'll just use just the example for Christmas because that's the most of there's going to be films, always yeah. Christmas movies, but it feels like they take any random script and they're like, all right, we'll just slap Christmas, get some presents in there, and then bam, we got a Christmas movie. Yeah, it's easy. It's an easy formula to uh, to copy. <laughs> Dude, I mean, you, that's like the ultimate laziness when it comes to writing. Yeah, just slap, slap, Christmas. Slap, a, slap Christmas on there. Where a studio says, hey, we need a Christmas movie. 
I got the script. Christmas. There you go. Easy. Easy money. <laughs> Throw in a prince and you're good. <laughs> I feel they just slap a Santa sticker on top of the script and there you go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that happens quite often though. And it makes you really think like what really makes a Christmas movie if a lot of these films are just taking a random script and just slapping a Christmas theme on them. Does that really make it a Christmas movie? Does that make oh, it a holiday no, movie? No, 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 no. See, there, there's a, actually a formula. There's a formula. There's a formula of how to generate the perfect holiday movie. Okay, let's let's go over this formula because I don't think this is something that most people even know about. All right. So as you know, most yeah. movies and uh, genres have a particular formula that they fall by, you know, Horror, specifically, you already know. You guys introduce the characters, put them in the situation, get the killer, and kill them off one by one, and have the lonesome. Like it's exactly. basically the formula See? when it came to slashers. It was like yeah. you know, yes. funny guy dies, drug guy dies, a virgin survives, slut goes. You know, yeah, yeah, and that's the general rule in the format for the slashers for and, slashers and then you have the the poltergeist ones, the supernatural, mm-hmm. all those know? other ones. But what is the formula for the holiday? movie though so it's not so much just uh formulas like that but there are certain aspects that need to be taken into account so for one it's nostalgia nostalgia (laughs) plays a huge part in it uh mainly because of the fact that because now as we were adults as we were talking before this is around the time where our accounts start drying up because we gotta buy presents we get stressed out because we got now we gotta pay for bills you know uh time People take off, you know, so you have to cover more shifts. You just know it's it's a very stressful amount. It's a it's a stressful part of the year. Yeah. Even though it's supposed to be a magical part of the year, it's very stressful, right? Mm-hmm. But there are certain aspects in certain movies, such as nostalgia, that we can all kind of get behind to where we can kind of forget about that adult life for a moment because it is pretty droll and bleak. And so for a moment, we can kind of revert back to that escapism. Exactly. Yeah, it's escapism. an escapism. Yeah. And one of them, like Christmas Story, you see through the eyes as Charlie, you know, you see the nostalgia of, oh, looking through the windows of, of toy shops or looking through the city and seeing Christmas lights or the suburban neighborhoods and seeing more Christmas lights and decorations. Uh, if you're in the Midwest, Mideast, you know, uh, snow coming in, you know, snow days, mm-hmm. schools being shut down for the whole week because of snow in. So you got these whole entire in a way, weak vacation where it's for us, it's like, well, shit, now we still get called in. Yeah. <laughs> like, but but for as a kid, you're like, hell yeah, I'm off for a week. This Makes is you, great. Reminds you of better times. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So nostalgia plays a huge part in those holiday movies. Second one we have is the magic. That's right. <laughs> the magic. The magic. <laughs> and this plays an important role, okay? It's the fact that as adults, again, not just the bills, but we look at life in more realistic setting. You know, like what's what's the most critical thinking analysis that you have from getting from like the 15 to the 215, you know, mm. versus where it's like, oh, as a kid, oh, I'm just going to fly over there. <laughs> <laughs> it's, <laughs> I know it's... I'm not going to say oversimplifying. Yeah, yeah, oversimplifying, yeah, yeah. but... Putting it this way, I got this off a of screen craft, and this is they're telling of their version of how to create a perfect film. And it's talking about the magic part of it. Mm. And it's quoting that basically, even if your parents let you in on a secret, there's still a lot of belief and hope tied up with the holiday seasons. There's still something to say that the darkest, longest night of the year is the night we choose to gather and celebrate with loved ones. 
not only the fact that because we get to pretty much gather around and talk about the mysterious man that's going to come down our chimney and give us presents because we've been good all year. We're not going to question that as a kid. As a kid, it's like, yo, I've clocked in my good hours. I know I'm going to get some good presents. I remember specifically questioning my mom as a child about Santa Claus, and my mom just told me to shut up and don't think about it. <laughs> that was your mom trying to preserve the magic. Yeah. Okay? You aged too quickly. Right? <laughs> you needed to stay back into that fucking lane. Don't jump in the fast lane, all right? You're in the carpool. <laughs> I think that's like an issue. I've always been like a critical person throughout my entire life. Dude, my brain just goes, all right, it is. It is what it is. <laughs> There's The point that it has, that it's talking about, is that as adults, we live in a cynical world. We live in a world of practicality, deadlines, appointments, and bills. And it's rough out there sometimes, but the beauty or the appeal of Christmas and movies like Santa Claus... Uh, Miracle on 34th Street and the Polar Express is how they tap into the part of our lives that we've long let go and make us remember what it's like to really believe in something again. So even though Polar Express is on the surface, the characters themselves are very crudely. They're done terribly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're done very pasty, very plainly. Yeah. It still captures the essence of what they're trying to do. Yeah. And it's trying to revert back like kid. Don't think too much into this. Just believe. Have fun. Believe and have fun. Yeah. Sometimes seeing isn't believing. Sometimes it's just believing in something that you can't see. You know? No, I could say, yeah, this all definitely makes sense and it works for Christmas. Now, what about other holidays? Do you get this type of feel from other holiday films? Yeah. Where it comes to, like, nostalgia? Or is that just a Christmas thing? No, no. You actually also get that from other movies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The nostalgia, uh, well, the the magical, well, at least the magical factor. The magical, the magical factor. factor is in other ones, like in, uh, uh, like in Valentine's Day movies. Yeah, the whole thing about fall, you know, falling in love, falling in the love, first time. finding your yeah, true love. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. You um, know. there you have not so much in Independence Day. Yeah, you do. Yeah, the magic of Independence Day as well. The magic of patriotism. Yeah, pa the same thing. Patriotism. America's gonna come on top no matter what. No matter what, you know. When the world wins, no, when America wins, the world wins. Yeah. That's the concept of all that's, those Independence that's Day that films. Magic. Okay. That's, that's specifically what the movie Independence Day is. When America won and killed those aliens, the world won. Because now the rest of the world knows how to kill the aliens. Yeah. Yep. So, yes, there is a formula to it, and it is the magic. In it. Would you count Passion of the Christ as a holiday film? Easter. Is that an Easter movie? It's an Easter movie. Do you want to be bummed out? <laughs> I mean, do you, do you really want to like? I mean, I do you want to start out your day like, oh man, I, I need some coffee and the Passion of the Christ? There are people yeah. like that. There are absolutely people like that, though. Those are the cynical ones. <laughs> Those are. Those are the ones that just want to start out their day just depressed, dude. Those. I mean, I don't mean to talk shit on anyone, but it's just I remember as a kid when that movie came out. I wasn't even a kid; I was a teenager. They came out. Oh, I didn't like the movie. I did not. No, like I hated movie. it. Yeah, when I, I first saw I that movie, it. I was so but bored. I was forced to go see it. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I knew that everyone, like a bunch of churches, were also showing it, so they were forcing people to go watch mm -hmm. it. I think that's why I was forced to watch it, and there I was like, "This is going to teach you a lesson. You got to learn from this." And I'm like, I watched two and a half hours of a guy getting tortured. Yeah, is what's this different from Saw? It's I think we're thinking too deep into this. <laughs> Like, <laughs> but that's how I felt with you know that specific movie. But that's it's hard to do with those type of films where yeah. you're like you're blurring around. You're like not all holiday films are gonna hit the mark. No, no. Some are gonna hit them a little bit easier than most, though. Yeah, 
you know? Keep in mind, this is a formula, not just like the the tone of these movies. Yeah. Like, it's not just, oh, this movie's about magic, so we're going to make it about magic. This one's about nostalgia. No, all these ones coincide with one another. Yeah. So this is a formula on how to make a proper holiday movie. So, and there are movies that where they don't follow this trend, and they do, you know, uh, they do relatively well. They do great. There's, wait, but, hold on. Let me ask you, though, before you continue. Does Die Hard follow the format, formula? Okay, follow along, because these ones still, okay, you I never know. Still. Just stick around. <laughs> it does. Stick around. Don't spoil nothing. <laughs> stick around, and you'll find out. And you'll find out why. Okay. Okay. All right. The second, or the third one, is family. That's right. Your favorite word, Adrian. Yes. Family. Family. Vin Yo, Diesel family. can get behind this. <laughs> we All need right. like a Vin Diesel actual like audio board. Dutiful family. And it's pretty simple because family in the essence of family taps into the emotions of the audience, especially with estrangement and geographical separation when it's explored. Mm-hmm. Such as Home Alone. Kevin is longing to is longing for his family in Home Alone. And something that pulls all of our heartstrings, the estrangement between the old man and the family living next door to Kevin in that same movie is something many can unfortunately relate with. Yeah. It's a it's an area where it's like, oh man, like especially if you have a sort of family dynamic where you're long way from home, mm-hmm. uh, like you're abroad or you just, you know, you moved out of state and it's just you and your significant other and you're just away from home, mm-hmm. yeah. away from family around, especially around the holiday season. It's like, oh, this is around the time where we watch, you know, Charlie Brown's Christmas. But usually you do it with, at your parents' house and you're not at your parents' house, you're you and your significant other. So you feel separated, Yeah, you know? So there's an essence of family in there. So keep that in mind. Okay. All right. <laughs> Uh, next one up is atmosphere. Can't have a Christmas movie or any holiday movie without proper atmosphere. Well, you can't have a movie in general without atmosphere. <laughs> like atmosphere is the number one thing that makes or break a movie. If a movie doesn't have atmosphere, there's no movie. I mean, yeah, but when have you ever seen a Halloween movie that didn't have jack-o'-lanterns or didn't have some sort of pumpkin or candy? That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. What, when have you ever seen a Valentine movie that didn't have one Valentine decoration? Or roses. Or yeah. roses. Or chocolates. Or any love song whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And at the very end of the movie, they kiss and they go, Happy Valentine's Day. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what? Can we get one of those? Can we get like a holiday film that no one realizes is a holiday film until like the last five minutes? <laughs> Happy Green Earth Day. Like you, Like you watch an entire like oceans film like it's basically like another heist film Uh and you're going through the whole first hour and a half and then you finally get to like the last like 10 minutes they completed a job they got all the money then all of a sudden they go over to this orphanage and then just basically donate it all and like merry christmas motherfucker like what happens if you get like that kind of curveball it's like wait what the fuck this is a christmas movie yeah yeah i'll be be like all right are there any films like that i don't think that i don't Honestly, I think that's against the rules. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's against the rules. So you're not allowed to do that. Yeah. But, ba- yeah. but basically, it's saying that without the atmosphere, you got to have the snow, the Christmas decorations. You got to have the store mall Santa. You got to have the person on the corner of the Salvation Army. Mm-hmm. You know, these these certain elements is what builds the atmosphere and someone connecting me like, oh, this is around Christmas time. Yeah. Because around Christmas time is where you see a store bought Santa, or that's where you see somebody with a Salvation Army, 
ringing on the corner. Like this connects and it's snow. It yeah. doesn't have to be a Christmas decoration for it. You show those two elements. Oh, connection. It's around Christmas. Most people usually, when they see snow in a movie, they're thinking Christmas immediately. Yeah. Like, they're thinking that's Christmas the first around winter. Yeah. So, yeah. So you have that. Uh, you also have the the crowded stores of shopping malls. Mm-hmm. People shopping around with multiple bags. Uh, you have uh, busy stores, busy hell. You even have businesses that are throwing uh, office parties. Oh, yeah. As long as you show one piece of tinsel... Then you know it's a it's a office holiday party. Oh yeah. yeah. So nostalgia or sorry, atmosphere yeah, yeah. matters, and that because of that is why Die Hard makes the list of why it's because a Christmas atmosphere. movie because of the heavy at- atmosphere. atmosphere. You have the snow. You have the Santa Claus. You have the Santa Claus decorations. Uh, the Christmas trees. The lights. You have the Christmas trees. The gunfire. You have the light, the Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. <laughs> He's already connected. Him <laughs> saying ho, 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 you know? <laughs> so, yeah. So that's what makes Die... So, yes, Die Hard is a Christmas movie yeah. because it meets in, it meets the trend or it meets that formula. Now, when you talk about these formulas, though, do does a f- specific film need to have multiple check marks off on this list or does it at least need to have, like, one? Like, can you not even mention Christmas but have, like, the entire Christmas decor and atmosphere going around can you have like an entire mm. atmosphere and then have no family no gifts you see what i'm saying I like mean, can you have one thing off the checklist well, and then forego everything else and still count that as a holiday film well if there's no gifts there's no magic yeah there you go so there's no magic there that's just bleakness like you have a saint patrick's day film and nothing about the film is saint patrick's day but just everyone's wearing green no, there is, <laughs> no, there is a whole situation about that whole uh, the Thanksgiving. Right. It's just as long as it involves a oh, turkey, yeah. that's Thanksgiving. Uh, well, that's, that's, a, that's different because that's a reach. That that's usually what you're talking about is like when they throw a scene, like a scene. Yeah, like but, one would but, would throw like if you have one Christmas scene in a movie, does that count as a Christmas movie? Yeah, because apparently if you slap something, you think the Christmas on there. But like, what happened is about when, like when I said earlier, a yeah. studio just literally just slaps something on there. Goes, yeah, oh, yeah. There you go, it's a Christmas movie. Yeah. But I'm just talking about like you just instead of just slapping something on there, and making a Christmas movie. I'm just talking about like you have one scene in a movie, and then for some reason that entire movie now engulfs that scene. Well, here's an example, one that meets that list as well. Yeah. Is uh, Batman Returns. Yeah. Takes a place around Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. But there's not really much of an aspect in terms of like say Christmas or anything. Yeah. There's not really much of the magic. There's not really much of the family. Like, could you call like another example for Batman? Batman Long Halloween. Can you count that as a Halloween film, even though it takes place an entire year and covers every holiday? Yeah, it's, it's a holiday. <laughs> See? Movie. I think it's a holiday movie, but it wouldn't count as a specific holiday. Movie. <laughs> It's like Nightmare Before Christmas. Is it a Halloween? Is it a Christmas movie? Is it a Thanksgiving movie? Or is it more about an Independence Day movie? Yeah. See, it's hard with those ones that blur that line of like, yeah, uh, yeah you can still count it as a holiday film, but what holiday exactly? But like, I think it's like Nightmare. Would you, yeah. you count that? Ho- Halloween or Christmas? That's both. Both. They just stick it in both. Yeah. No, everyone just throws it in a boat. It's kind of hard just to place it in one spot. But I think it would lean a little more towards Christmas because it, it surrounds a little bit well, around the, more well, Christmas. Well, the plot is about Christmas. That's yeah. why. So yeah. I would probably say Christmas, mm-hmm. but because they're kind of 
horrific looking creatures. <laughs> I could see why you'd be like, oh, it's Halloween. Yeah. But the general the general formula is Christmassy. Mm-hmm. So I would say it's more of a Christmas film. Anyway, next one. <laughs> the holiday tropes and cliches. Now, you everyone's seen Christmas Vacation. Yeah. Yes. Name a cliche. Ah, let's oh, see. That's hard. You, you uh, see, uh, Here, here's another one. Yeah. Everyone's seen Home Alone. Yeah. Yes. Name another cliche. You have the the cousins, right? Mm-hmm. Or relatives, extra yes. relatives. Okay. What kind of relatives? You've got the bully. You got the annoying. Mm-hmm. Uh, the nerd. You got the you got some of the nerd in there as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the parents. You have the one that's. Uh, you get the one that listens to the child, the one that he doesn't. Yeah. Basically, it's yeah. it's the gimmicks that everyone notices in those movies. Like those two movies, especially when it involves a, a large group amount of people. Uh, again, it follows like the crazy grandparents. As soon as they walk through the door, like, oh my God, little Rusty. Yeah. Like, or, or you have like the naughty kid, the one that's just continuously always getting in trouble. You have the career focused person, like uh-huh. the like the mom, the dad, or like the single the single woman, the single man. You always get that one sibling you don't get along with until the very end, and you start slowly understand each other. Yes, you get <laughs> that's the. That's per- like that's such a like common like cliche. Yeah. Those. So yeah, there's a certain cliche to it that people have to kind of like connect to mm. or when they notice when they watch it and they notice it yeah and it's like oh that's the that's the solid head on his shoulders like grandfather that's the dad of the dad of this movie yeah you know and you know for a fact that that one's going to give some like fatherly advice yeah oh, yeah something like that you know so it's the cliches that you have like the turkey dinner on christmas mm. i've never had a turkey dinner on christmas yeah, I've Ever. never had Me a turkey too. dinner. Never. But yet, never. it's a cliche. Because when is. people see Christmas ornaments and a turkey, they know, okay, turkey dinner. Turkey family dinner on Christmas. Isn't also, it like ham supposed to be for Christmas or something like that? I, I, okay, I've seen versions of Christmas ham yeah. and the Christmas turkey. But here's the thing. I've That I every movie's shown that I've never seen in my entire life. A perfectly cooked turkey that's just brown. You know what I'm talking oh, about, Oh, the right? fake plastic turkey that oh, they throw out. Like, oh, yeah, perfect, yeah. perfect, like, yeah. Where it's yeah. like glazed golden yeah. brown. Yeah. It's like perfect. I'm like, I've never seen that in my entire life. Yeah, I've never <laughs> seen that. I've never had it. I mean, it's always been tamales around. Yeah. Around the time. I, I, okay, I never had, so you know where they always have the family dinners and everyone's sitting around the table and like no one gets up. They eat their whole meal the entire time at yes. the table. Yes. I've never had like, oh no, never. it's always a revolving door around the kitchen when oh, we have yeah. family. Oh, so yeah. people are getting Absolutely. up, people are going to the bathroom, people want to have conversations yeah. in the living room. Like any type of like Thanksgiving or like holiday meals, everyone's all over the house. And I've never like I've never had that situation where you see in the movies where everyone is at the table at once eating I've, together. I've never seen. Also, every movie shown like all the kids sitting down. I've never seen that ever my entire oh, life. Yeah, I've seen those kids run around up and down, and <laughs> I always see the parents screaming. Mm-hmm. The fireplace. Oh, they always have like a roaring fireplace. I did not experience the kids' table until I had. Thanksgiving with a white family yeah. for the first time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Oh, I never experienced that before. It was not even a th- knowledge to me that there was a kid, that kids had to eat separately from the adults. Yeah. I never had that until like I had like a white people Thanksgiving before. I had one relative that was like that. Yeah. And it felt very weird. Yeah. yeah. I've I experienced that one time and it felt 
strange. Yeah. I was like, oh, that was weird as hell. It's no. so weird. But that is kind of a trope. That That's a cliche right there. Yeah. Yeah. The next formula is hope. 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 So this one plays a big part in it because around this around this holiday season, we want to watch movies over and over and over again because we can all use a little more hope in our lives. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's talking about the... How can I put this in a way? Okay. Basically, we want to be towards the end. We want to have some sort of closure of a positive note. A happy ending, basically. Okay. Yeah. We want we want a good happy ending. But we don't want one where it's just like, oh, the coffee barista marries a prince who she ran into in an alleyway and then she lived happily ever after. <laughs> like, that's, that's too... Okay. We you want know, a little bit more hopeful in terms of yeah. like in Home Alone, we hope that Kevin's mom, who's traveling across country to get back to her son, <laughs> is able to make it in time for Christmas. No, no. You want the happiness, but you want the lesson to still be learned. Yes. So yes. Kevin learns that he still loves, loves his, his family, family and he does feel alone and he needs to be more kind and understanding to the people around him. Like it's, your family may drive you crazy, yeah. but you still love them. So. Even though he went through all that bullshit at the very end, he got his happy ending, but he learned his lesson. Yes. Now there are, are there there are films like that where you get the character who's supposed to go through like a traumatic character development. Just at the very end, they get everything they want, and it literally just undoes everything. Yes. Yeah. That's what you're talking about, where it's like not too too happy, like yeah, it's super blissful hope. Not the cookie cutter bullshit yeah. happy, where it's like oh they met some turbulence because. A jealous duke wanted the crown or some bullshit and yeah. then didn't get his way and then didn't really get arrested. He was just he just kind of walked off screen and then the prince and random barista get married. Yeah. You know, there was no lesson there. OK, there's no lesson. It's a cookie cutter. Happy ending. It's a Cinderella. Happy ending versus home alone. I get that learned experience. Mm-hmm. Be like, OK, your family may drive you crazy. They're loud and obnoxious. And hell, you may even just need a break from. Them, but. To wish them gone would just be a huge mistake. Yeah. Like you, you want the hopeful and happiness to be earned. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hell, even Bad Santa had a redemption. Arc yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I said, you you want it to be earned and not just given to them. Exactly. Like you want your characters to go through like not on the same levels, but like that pursuit to happiness. Go through the shit and then basically get what they need for all their hard work and their learning. I mean, Billy Bob Thornton pretty much got shot like a dozen times at the end of that movie. Oh yeah. But he still got it. <laughs> you know. So he had a redemption. He had a redemption. So it's the hopeful element that draws people in. Even Peter Bailey. Or sorry, not Peter Bailey. George Bailey. Bailey, George yeah. Bailey Fucking yeah. A. See? <laughs> George Bailey. Even George Bailey had a hopeful ending as well. Being able to... Oh, no. That's another part of a formula. Sorry. That's not hope. That's this one. The most important one. The redemption. The redemption. Redemption. Yeah. The redemption part of it is the one that draws most people because they want to be able to see themselves connect with the main character and pretty much help believe that they can be better than who they really are. And that's why A Christmas Carol is so popular. Hell, it's been been remade and redone like 23 times. I think that is like just, I mean, forget all Christmas or holiday themes to it. I think that's considered as like the redemption story ever of all time. Like... Yeah, it's a guy who basically, he was shit through his entire life. Mm-hmm. But to be understandable, like, most of the shit that happened to him happened around Christmas. Yep. So like, it made him a bitter, 
fucking person. Yes, exactly. Like, his father didn't want to see him because his mom pretty much gave birth to him and pretty much died in the child process. And so he never was allowed to come home for Christmas. Now, okay, well, quick question, though. Was that part of the original story? Yes. I've never read the actual original yeah. book. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so, so that's he, part of the original book. Yes. Mm-hmm. So his father never wanted to see him around Christmas time uh, because it happened around Christmas time. And so that's why he was always at school. That's why he was always at boarding school. Oh, okay. So that's why he never came home for the holidays. And it went on for years until finally his younger sister finally came to pick him up and saying that their father had changed. You know, he's so much kinder. Come home. He wants you to come home. Like he's, his father's basically forgiven him for something that's not even his fault. And so it's like, okay, he had his, you hope for a hopeful ending for that part of his life. And you kind of had it. But, okay, okay. But then later on in life, you find out that his sister who got pregnant died in childbirth, giving birth to his only nephew mm-hmm. around Christmas. So now that's that hopeful ending taken it's away. Right. Now it's yeah. just a rinse and repeat, this time of just his only family that really cared about him as much okay. was his younger sister. Okay, that makes more sense because... I thought this was just one of those plots that no. that Hollywood decided to fill into the story. Like no, 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 no. no, no. Oh, this was like a char- trying to make it more relatable. Yeah, yeah okay. No, yeah. this okay, was no, a Charles okay, so- Dickens yeah, story. Yeah, okay. All this right. happened. Yeah. yeah, and then you. This is goes to Christmas past, and then you have him working for his first job, which he loved, which because mm-hmm. his boss was amazingly sweet and kind. And took Christmas to heart. It was just a great person all around. The complete opposite of Scrooge. Mm-hmm. Even talking about he was, but he was the best man I ever worked for. He was amazing. He was wonderful. And then goes Christmas past. It's like, huh? So how come you aren't that way? And so that's where he meets the love of his life as well during a holiday Christmas party. And then, but because both of them were poor, dowries were still a thing then, right? Mm, yeah. So it's like they both made a promise as poor. And when you do as you're poor, it's the fucking limit. What do you got to lose? Yeah. Nothing. So all you have is each other, then that's all you need. And then, of course, Scrooge, pursuing the business that he's been placed in, becomes more wealthy and starts letting greed kind of take over, mm-hmm. right? And so now you have the woman who fell in love with Scrooge is no longer the same Scrooge he was before that she fell in love with. He's taken over by money. He's taken over by greed and avarice. He's not the same person where he's like, I haven't changed. Like, I'm here. Like, I just got money now. She's like, no, you have changed. Like, this money's changed you. Like, you're not the same person. And basically leaves Scrooge because I'm not going to marry the same person that this is now. And so, all this again. Christmas time. All right? So, that's his past. And then, of course, you have the present. Pretty much, like, treating his employee like shit because of all this bitterness that's happening in his life. Uh, Correct me if I'm... Correct me or... Have they even attempted or any studio attempted on try and do like a Scrooge prequel show like everything that leads up to a Christmas Carol I don't I don't like I don't you know like because oh, so. uh, it gets me thinking like you know how studios want to like they take those classic characters and they're like let's humanize them and fill up their backstory and everything like they did with Darth Vader mm-hmm. they did with um what's her name from Hunter One Dalmatians recently. Corella. Corella. They gave her uh, a whole backstory. Maleficent. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Is that has anyone done that with Scrooge yet? I don't think so. I don't think so, but isn't the whole point of like basically uh origin story? Pretty much. Like his whole origin is told in the It's told in the story, but you know there's gonna be a studio greedy enough, like, hey man, that's this sounds like a good four seasons right here, money. Honestly, I <laughs> I'm 
pretty sure you could. No, you definitely could. I was just wondering, because it sounds like something that something, someone should have already done that by now if they haven't. But like I said, we just found out about the Christmas Carol show, which mm. has three episodes, it's a miniseries, three yeah. episodes, and each episode is a different it's, ghost. Yeah, mm. three episodes. Uh, and I think they're each an hour long. Is that one on Netflix or HBO Max? Mm, that one's on Hulu. Hulu, oh, okay. Oh, Hulu. Yeah, that one's okay. on Hulu. So... I think, but each movie adaptation, mm-hmm. or depending on the live action ones, they they add a little more each time. Yeah, so and, I mean, but all technical terms, if you're, I mean, if you get good enough writers, you could do three seasons, each season being different ghosts. Like, yeah, I think that would be overkill. I think that would be overkill. Like, so, I could definitely see, like, hey, let's cover Scrooge's life from birth up until like twenty years old. I don't know. To be but honest. actually covering a Christmas Carol and then trying to split that up into multiple like seasons, that'll be that's I don't think that can be done. Okay, what about six episodes? Each each ghost has two episodes. Two mm. hours to tell a story. Maybe. I mean, yeah, it's a lot more condensed. That can probably get done. Yeah. I don't think I would I, I be because I personally don't want to see an entire origin story on Scrooge. I don't, but I see it coming, though. It's one of those things like you can easily see it coming a mile away. Yeah, it's going to come eventually. Some writer's going to like, I got a good idea. Eventually, it's going to blur the lines between Scrooge and Oliver Twist. Yeah. It's... Or just combine them. <laughs> oh, God. Oliver Scrooge. All of the Scrooges. I know there was one particular Scrooge, or one particular uh, A Christmas Carol, that definitely added a little bit more emphasis on... Uh, on those scenes that weren't shown before. Okay. Like, Mickey Mouse? <laughs> that's right. 100% within the 30 minutes. It's the most hardest one ever. It's the most hardest one. Like, you see, um, for instance, you actually see that Scrooge being present for his nephew's birth and mm. being there for seeing, pretty much to see, like, his younger sister die. Die from childhood. And, like, talk about, like, watch over my nephew. Like, he's the only family I have. I know you like him, Bo. And then... Him like watching her dive, her last words, and then staring at his nephew, like having somebody like holding the baby, like like here's your nephew, like hold your nephew, and he's just staring at it, and then just walks out of the room, mm. and that's why he hates his nephew. Makes sense. That's All why. Right. Yeah. That's always such a weird concept to me, though. Like I know that happens. Like someone dies giving childbirth, and they blame the child. They're stupid. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, but you're no, dumb. It's dumb. Yeah, absolutely the, dumb. But that is a thing, though. That is a thing. Like, you think this baby grabbed on the fucking innards of this woman and was just like, nah, just gonna take this bitch down. <laughs> I'll take this bitch down with me. Like, no, it's not this child's <laughs> fault. Like, what the fuck? It's, I think it's just people just want to find something to blame. They, mm, yes. they want to have someone to blame. People want to find a reason. They want yeah. people want to find reasons why horrible things happen, and sometimes there are no reasons; they just happen. Sometimes it's just a baby's fault, apparently. So, yeah, apparently, <laughs> a devious child where it's like, "I'm gonna love and cherish this child no matter what." Sir, your wife is dead. You look just like your mother, <laughs> <laughs> and just like, just fucking slap him or something. It's like, oh, it remind me of a mother. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my tea? <laughs> It's, that's code for vodka. <laughs> that, it just always gets me because that's like, it's such a common theme too in any of those movies where someone died during child's birth. They're like, yeah, let's just blame the child. That's because <laughs> they want to find something to blame. Yeah. And 
But that version, though, is I believe it's the 1951 version. Okay. The How many versions are there? For there's 23 Christ. different versions. Uh, that's a lot. Right. That we know of, at least. That we know of. Okay. That's, but the 1951, though, is the is a really good one. Uh, you have yes. the 37, mm -hmm. and then the next one was the 51. And those two ones are excellent. Oh, yeah. And, those, and even that one in the uh, Christmas present, mm -hmm. in the 1951, though, it even shows his uh, love interest. Okay, it actually shows? It actually shows where she's at. She's still poor, but she's a nun. She works as a nun, and she helps the sick. The okay. sick and uh, and poor. Okay. And that's just all she does. She never married. She never did anything like that. Even mentioned someone was like, how come you aren't married yet? She's like, oh, I already had my love. And But mm. she basically talks about like, oh, he passed away. Because in a way... He, he did. He did. In a sense. In a sense, Yes. His personality so, passed away. Yeah. So there, there's definitely yeah. more they expend. They even show like his old boss, Fezziwig, uh, talking about pretty much like he was too charitable with his business and he wasn't collecting everyone's debts. Mm -hmm. And so, of course, his business went under. And Scrooge saw that and was like, I'm not going to be like that. <laughs> okay. So, so it adds, it fills in a little bit more, not too much to where it's overwhelming, but a little bit more to be like, okay, you kind of see why he why, is the way why is yeah, yeah definitely why is i need to see that one i know i've seen that but i definitely need to check it out that again. one's it's great been so long since that I, one's I, I know that oh, i'm not sure which one it is i think the 50s one is where you can actually visit the grave of scrooge that's the uh 30s? 37 37 yeah. that's the 37 mm -hmm. uh i wouldn't be surprised if it's the same grave yeah. no no because 51. uh when they were filming in england uh or in europe i'm not sure where europe uh they went to a cemetery to film and they found a blank, uh, an old eroded yeah. um, headstone. Mm. And they asked the owners, can we just engrave Scrooge on it? And it's there to this day. You can actually go visit Scrooge's grave. Oh, yeah, check it out. Yeah. Uh, it was the, let's see, it can be seen. Da, da, da. It was used in 1984 film, A Christmas yeah. Carol. Oh, okay. Yeah, the 84 oh, nice. one. Goes, nice. Wow, that's awesome. That's cool. That's really cool. Yeah. Well, is there any more to the holiday formula that well, really makes a movie a holiday well, film? Actually, I pointed out one thing that mm -hmm. that that me and Mike were talking about what? earlier. That well, kind of bring up earlier, but about nostalgia, but actually bring about to real world, where holiday films are about your own childhood, yeah. which means movies that you watched as a child. Are considered your classics. Yes. Yeah. Uh, like, for instance, my mom's classics would be hers. Mine would be like the How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Yeah. You know, uh, yours. You know, as a kid, you saw Die Hard. Yeah. Yeah. So it'd be your Christmas classic. Mm -hmm. There's um, nostalgia is, with your classic. Mike's is pretty much every Christmas movie. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> All of it. Yeah. Because um, it matters. Uh, well, actually, the big one was. Uh, the one we argue about all the time. I forgot the name already. It's a, <laughs> it's a wonderful, wonderful life. life. It's a wonderful life. Yeah. Yes. Okay. You've seen it as a kid. Yeah. I saw so it as a kid and my parents saw it. Yeah. So, so it's stuck to you us. as your classic. Yeah. Me, I didn't see it till I was like 20 years old. Yeah. So to me, it's like, eh, just another movie. And I didn't care too much about it. Didn't, didn't feel for it. Nothing like that. But I saw The Grinch when it first came out. Mm -hmm. So that's why it stuck to me. Uh, and that's why some kids will have, or some people now will have Home Alone. Yeah. It's yeah. their Christmas movie. And I'm sure some kids now that are four or five years old, the new Home Alone is going to be their Christmas movie. Yeah. Even though every adult right now is bitching about this is not my Home Alone. I mean, yeah. wait until you get to the point where like Frozen's the Christmas movie and all that yeah. stuff. Well, actually it is already the uh, the Olaf uh, one. Yeah, yeah. The, oh, yeah. See, it's getting to the point like, yeah, it makes sense. Like 
everything about the holiday films kind of reminds you the nostalgia back to your childhood. Yeah. So it's basically whatever you think it fits. Yeah. Do you think, when do you think House of the Dead will be considered a classic? Oh, never, dude. That's, <laughs> never. 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 There's, there has to be someone's like, man, that classic film, it rocks. It's, House of the Dead, Uwe Bowl. Dude, there's no one. <laughs> no. No one does that. Come on. Ever. Come on. Everyone, every, everyone knows Romero. Any of those zombie films, you go towards that. Hell, I've even taken the the Resident Evil movies before I take that one in. <laughs> Jesus. They're, they're, but you do make a good argument. At some point, every type of film will be considered uh, in a form uh, well, as a classic film. Yeah. If anything, TCM is just going to be filled with, and it's like, I'm your host, Neil Patrick Harris. Mm. And this is a, a, a daring movie about an individual who was given a job to extract a certain young boy from a life or death situation, starring Chris Hemsworth in Extraction. <laughs> like, like <laughs> at one point, yes, our yeah. movies will be yeah. classic movies. But I, I think there's, I think there's certain movies that were like that as well. Mm-hmm. When like our parents were kids and like their parents were watching these ones, I bet there's movies that were like, say on the same level or similar to or compare at least to that level of like say extraction or John wick or some bullshit movie, but it gets overlooked and picked up someplace else of a different movie Mm -hmm. and considered a classic because, because this movie's better (laughs) because it's like, this movie sucks over here though. It does make you think like all those old classic films, like Like, which ones that people first saw that and you're like, "Eh, it's all right until like, Decades later, where it's considered like a classic, like God, like I could see that now happening, like films like Paranormal Activity, where I'm just like, that's such a bad movie, but I could definitely see it in about 40 to 50 years. Man, that's a classic found footage. Maybe movies that yeah. were like the first genre of, its, or at least made an impact at its time. Yeah. I mean, if you see, if you compare it to like, let's say, like the comedies, mm-hmm. like you know, uh, Harold Lloyd, uh, Three Stooges, and things like that. Uh, I know like Three my, Stooges, Bob Hope, you know, you have the bellboy. Yeah, uh, those, you know, you have them, you know, older people saying that, you know, these were, you know, comedy classics. These yeah. were the peak of its comedy. And compared to nowadays, you know, you know, any, well, if you get a, you know, a, a seven-year-old to watch it. Yeah. You know, they're like, well, they're, what? They're not laughing. They're yeah, not no. laughing. Yeah. No. Versus okay. you get an adult who rewatched it when they saw the kid and like, oh, mm-hmm. this is the funniest shit in the world right here. Yeah. Or you get the doll who saw as a kid, and then they rewatch it and you're like, "Holy shit, I thought that was funny, dude!" I, I yeah, <laughs> you have those moments too. Oh, uh, so many. no, yeah, yeah, very few. I've noticed, yeah, very few. I, I've noticed. I get that a lot with comedies. I can't rewatch comedies. I can't. I cannot rewatch comedies. No, I, it sucks. I can still rewatch. I can't. I depends like, on the comedy. Yeah, no, I no. refuse to rewatch the original first scary movie because I love that movie, and I know if I watch it again, I'm not gonna laugh. Okay, I'm not gonna like I agree it. on that because I rewatched Scary Movie 2. Yeah. And uh, it, it did th- it hit. There are still parts that still hit, yeah. like it, it, the dinner okay, scene. But it's like, come on. No, you're re- when you first watched that movie the first time, you okay, remember I fucking you, re- cried you cried laughing. So were you just now just like, huh? A good chuckle or two? Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. it sucks, right? I, I kind of have a, a I, little bit of a good laugh though on the on the whisking thing, like getting dinner ready with the hand. Okay, that part. And the yeah. turkey. I mean, like that part still. It's because it's still like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, it's those moments where it's like, why? Yeah. It's those why moments that make it funny. But yeah, the rest of them. 
Take my straw. As he's stroking yeah. his other hand. Like, yeah. like, it's so see, Because I have rewatched the second one. I remember the first time when I saw that stupid fucking basketball commercial yeah. joke. I was busting up laughing. Oh, yeah. the Nike commercial? Yeah, because it was so relevant at the yeah. time. So I was like, oh shit, yeah, they're making fun. I was dying laughing. But now you watch it. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, oh yeah, this is what's from an old Nike commercial. Same thing, Kung Pao, Enter the Fist. I love that okay. movie. Yeah. Try watching it. It ruins it. It really ruins it rewatching yeah. that movie. It it's- really does. I had an asthma attack in the theaters during the scene where he gets his ass kicked because they're trying to train him with the pole sticks. <laughs> and they, they beat him down. They beat the shit out of him. I had an asthma attack because I was laughing so hard. I, can, I can't laugh like that anymore. I can't. I'll say that's what hurts. Right. I think that's what hurts. I, I see a comedy now and I can't. I don't remember the last time I teared up laughing. I don't remember. Honestly, I think it just comes down to Unfortunately, just being an adult. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's the cynicism. The, the, the cynicalism. Yeah. It's yeah. Just, it just sticks to you like, oh, well, you know, it's fun. You get a chuckle here and there. Yeah. Maybe you get one or two yeah. laughs and yeah. that's it. Like the closest thing now in my life where I can tear up laughing is when Michael has those random stupid memes that hit sometimes. Dude. <laughs> like that's yes. the closest I get to it now. <laughs> that's where my humor is now. Yeah. Where it's like, I need to have some real stupid humor. Yeah. It's, oh no. I Not le- slapstick humor. Oh no, no. I've learned that. really be, stupid. It has to be really like, dumb. show me that, <laughs> the rock way. <laughs> oh my gets- God. That still fucking gets me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, same thing with me with that stupid one about the, uh, oh, we gotta the, post that the up. Scooby, the, I like Scooby. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the ass, the ass cheeks. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, the like, first time you showed me that one, I was just honestly, that was the first time in a long time where what? I laughed that hard. Yeah, I just, <laughs> it's so stupid. it's so dumb. I was like, when's the last time you remember watching a movie? Can you bring that up, up really like quick? That? Just the, the Scooby Doo one. Scooby-Doo? Okay, <laughs> like Scoop. Uh, Scooby Doo. Uh, like Dummy Thick. Yeah, Dummy Thick. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that first one. Oh. <laughs> it's just so dumb. It's so, it's so dumb. Stupid. I'll admit, it's the dumbest thing. It's the stupidest it's shit ever. <laughs> but somehow, like, but the rock one. Can the rock. Can okay, you want to really see rock? Just okay. really quick. It's the, uh, the rock uh, edit. Yeah, the rock edit. It's like one minute long. If you just go down. Uh, it's not owned it? by anybody, is it? No. Okay. No. Yeah, this one, one right? Yeah, this up. one. Yeah. All right, we <laughs> gotta remember. I gotta post these up. Did we lose Mike? I think we lost. <laughs> I think we lost Mike. Yep. Oh my god, it's so stupid. <laughs> but it's like shit like this, man. When's the last time you laughed this oh hard from a movie? God. Oh shit. Oh my god. <laughs> that shit still hits. 
<gasps> no, no. I okay. The last oh. movie I know for a fact where I teared oh. up laughing, oh God. and I was just done was Black Dynamite. Yes, Black Dynamite. That was, that was so the last stupid. one where I was just I was dead. I. Yeah, that was got me too. That's gotta be the last one time we saw it. Yeah, the I last just, time we watched that movie, we were yeah. rolling on the fucking floor. I I think uh, yeah, that one was just. That one was something else. <laughs> that's a that's a whole nother level. But yeah, like we were saying, that it's just that sometimes it just as I guess as you get older, you just kind of lose. You lose it. You, yeah. you do lose it. Yeah, like that. I guess just like life just gets to the point where you know the small stupid stuff used to make you laugh just doesn't. The the movie that still gets me, uh, even though we always discuss it, it's uh, I always want to say it's the other guys. And I always go back to Walk Hard as well because Walk Hard was yeah. just okay. a special type of humor. But <sighs> Airplane still does it for me. Airplane, Airplane, Naked Gun for me. So. And there's yeah, on, and there's only one scene that just sums it all up. And I, every time I show it, they ask me like, "Hey, what's Airplane?" And I show them this one thing. Pull, go on YouTube, what right here, and type in Airplane Which sunglasses scene. scene. Okay, okay. And you'll know what I'm talking about. That first one. Yep. Just watch that. Yep. Everything we know. Well, our speed looks close to three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's stupid. It's stupid. It's so like stupid. It's stupid, but it's, it's actually, I love it. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> See, like, what I, the fuck? I do miss the classic comedies like that. <laughs> like Airplane, I, Naked just, Gun, okay, Please Scott. Me personally, I thought oh, I missed that slapstick humor. Yeah. Then I watched like more recent ones and like, no, nope, it's just, okay. it's gotta be This that was era. a different type this of This is different slapstick. time. This is different. There's this something, was, yeah. It's silly. It's so silly, it's stupid. Yeah. That it's like. Unfortunately, I think it's just a product of its time, kind of like where it's only good at its time. It can't be replicated today. It can't be done. I, I don't know. The other guys was kind of like that replication and Walk Hard was See, also kind of like that. The other guys, okay. So other guys, I. It's not as funny as the, I still like the movie. Just a generally good movie by I, itself. I, I still do. Laugh I, at I still it. enjoy it. I don't laugh like that anymore to it. I still laugh. It still hits it's, me. I think what I I do need that randomness of the comedy where it's like, what the fuck does this even like? What what reference are you even pulling? And I think that's why I could still kind of laugh at Walk Hard. Yeah. Because it yeah. goes to that length. It's like the whole pulling out the sinks. It's yeah. just like, why? It's like, why? <laughs> it, it took a movie that already existed. And in a way, it's kind of like an A-plus version of Scary Movie. If you think about it. For, actually, for me, it's like... Walk like Walk Hard. Because it's making fun of another movie. Yeah. No, for me, honestly, I thought... Me, it was funny because it was just a... It was making a parody of the entire... That, genre, that film genre. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not starting a film drama, the music genre music, itself. That music genre, or yeah. That, or that uh, music eras that mm. it was just making fun of every single one of them. I just, that's why I loved it. Yeah. yeah. So like, it, they just hit me different. Yeah. But that, but that one specifically though, Airplane, just hits me still because it's just so stupid. And like, most of these actors are super serious. Mm. Some of them even A-listers of their time mm. and just being like, hey, do you want to, can you be in a comedy movie? You just have fun for just a minute. Just have fun. Yeah. And they took their drama skills and made it comedic, like, you know, yeah. without even trying, without even trying because people were like, hey, just put this and then take it off when you feel right. And yeah. that part right there is like, all right, let's get the ones you yeah. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> why? <laughs> but like I said, it came down, it comes down to your childhood, how you watch the movies. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Because I, I guarantee as well, if you have kids and you show them this movie, yeah. you know, they're probably going to laugh too. 
Yeah. But if they discover to if they discover it when they're in their twenties, yeah, they're, they're not going to find it. Funny. Not gonna find not gonna it funny. funny. Like I showed it to Ashley, and she did not find it funny whatsoever. Yeah. yeah there you go. It's like it's just one of those things that like yeah, you you have to grow up to it and just. Yeah. And once you grow up with it, it's like the funniest shit you ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, what the hell is this? <laughs> but we totally deviated off track. Oh, though. yeah. It's, no, no. 100%. It, it, it follows it, it the magic. It still follows through. It follows, it follows the, magic. the magic. The magic of laughter. <laughs> Our childhood. Because remember, we said nostalgia. everything about the whole holidays is always about nostalgia. That's true. And nostalgia. laughter is the biggest part of nostalgia. It yeah. is the magic. Mm-hmm. The magic and the nostalgia and honestly, of watching a lot of something. Cri- and one thing that we point out, a lot of Christmas movies... Not all of them, but a pretty good amount of them has some comedy in it. Mm-hmm. That again, because we're kids, we laughed our asses off. Yeah, Home Alone, even though it should be a horror movie, but nobody laughed our asses <laughs> off. Yeah, we still laughed. People stepping on nails and shit. Yeah, that's funny. Light people's hairs on fire. That's hilarious. Oh, definitely. Ninety pound can to the face. It's funny as hell. Home Alone two with a brick off the roof. Yes, you <laughs> would be how- dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I first saw that, I was like, "Wait, hold up." It's- did he just kill somebody? Yeah. yeah. I was like, did he kill someone? And then he just gets up with a bruise. I'm like, okay. Bullshit. We're going in those type of fantasy worlds then. Gotcha. 100%. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I think that's a good place. Yeah, I think that's yeah. a good place. We covered mostly Christmas, about 90% of this Christmas, yeah. even though it's supposed last, to be holidays. That last 10 was for us. It's for us. We, we're, we're comedy people. We love comedy. Yeah. So that's our thing. But yes, in those formulas, uh, being able to follow that, and if you ever wanted to go to take a look a little bit more, about that list, head on over to screencraft.org and pretty much being able to look up on how to make the perfect holiday movie. You know, we'll kind of give an, essentially an idea of what it takes to make a great holiday movie. Yeah, and we'll definitely have the link in the description for people to check it out. Exactly. All right. So, All right. so we want to thank everyone for listening to tonight's podcast. I'm curious on your thoughts on tonight's topic. What's your favorite holiday movie or how do you feel what makes or break a holiday movie in general? You can leave a comment below if you're watching this on our Next Junior YouTube channel. If not, we'll be putting this up on an open forum on our website at www.nextjourneypro.com forward slash redbandpodcast for our listeners to discuss episode topics and various other film-related news. We put out episodes every Friday. For our audio listeners, you can find the Red Band Podcast on iTunes, Amazon Music, Spotify, and of course our website, which I'll say again, www.nextjourneypro.com forward slash redbandpodcast. And as usual, at the very end, Michael just wants to add a little extension to our name tags. Nothing big, you know. Uh, if you just happen to be able to subscribe to those areas, uh, why not subscribe to our Patreon? Subscribe to the Patreon, you get some cool little gear and a little bit of behind-the-scenes stuff that normally not everybody on YouTube can be able to see. Uh, each subscription is going to come with different perks, and each one's going to come with uh, cool little gifts that we kind of give out to those people as well. So the more subscribers we have, the more content we have, and the more content we have, the more stuff we can send to you. So consider subscribing to it, sharing it with your friends, and kind of talk them into it as well, because we need that subscription. We want it. <laughs> no, we definitely want it. Yes. Give me it. <laughs> All right, you heard it from Mike, everyone. Please like and subscribe, and we'll see you next time. Later, taters. Don't you mean happy holidays? Also that too.